You're listening to the Garage Rock Show podcast at thegaragerockshow.com. And it's Friday, another episode of the Garage Rock Show podcast. Chris here with you guys with our special guest this week. We got a packed house. Sergio back at it with us. What's up, man? What's up? Uh, We got Aaron over here. How's it going? Good, good. And Charles, what's up? Why, hello. Why, hello, sir. Why, hello. And Dahlia. What's up, Garage Rock Show listeners? And uh, lots of things happening in the world this week. Uh, we got a lot of things to get to. A couple of um, lukewarm festival lineups Ooh. to talk about right now. A lot of people oh, aren't happy one. about Bonnaroo and Voodoo, usually some of the best festivals in the area. And this is the lineup for Voodoo here. We have Mumford & Sons, Childish Gambino, yes. Arctic Monkeys is the headliners. Along with Odessa, Martin Garrix, a perfect circle, yes. modest mouse. What do you guys mm. think so far? Just your impressions on Voodoo? Anything grab your attention? Um, why the hell is Third Eye Blind so high up on there? What? What? Why is Third Eye Blind oh, so sure, high I up? Rainbow know. Kitten Surprise. Oh my God. Rufus oh look, Awal Nation. Sail. Awal Nation actually is pretty good. They're a good band. Sail. Uh, oh but, yeah, they were at a uh, aftershock. <laughs> So there you go. That's Voodoo, October 26th through 28th in New Orleans. And then mm-hmm. uh, Bonnaroo. Everybody was very upset and kind of disappointed, saying basically Bonnaroo has kind of jumped the shark and no longer what it used to be. Oh, as yeah. Eminem, The Killers, what? and Muse are the headliners, mm-hmm. along with Future, Bass Necker, uh, Bass Nectar, Bass Nectar, uh, <laughs> <Bass> Sturgill <laughs> Simpson, <laughs> Bonnie Vare, Khaled Paramore. It's, it's kind of a Cascade's generic. good. Bass Nectar's good. Cheryl Crow. So I think I understand what you mean now by lukewarm Romeo start. Yes. Nice. Yeah, would any there of this no like make like you guys go out and buy it? tickets for this? Uh, Childish Gambino in Perfect Circle for the other one, yeah. Um, not for Bonnaroo. I no, mean, we'll keep going down. I, I, I don't really see anything there. That, I, mean, I mean, I like Eminem. I'm not a huge fan. I wouldn't pay. Who, are, who the hell are all... Who are all these people? <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and most of them don't make any sense. It's Melv, Lalvige, with a gun. A lot of these really aren't that Hippie great. Sabotage. I mean, Trombone yeah, Shorty no, is really good. No. Trombone Shorty. What'd you say? Well, Hippie Sabotage. Yeah, they're good, good. Oh, look. Space Jesus. Yeah. Look, Denzel yeah, Curry. This is a good Space lineup, Jesus. actually, man. Yeah, no, I mean, it's it's Bonnaroo. It's definitely, it's supposed to be one of the flagship best lineups out there but look, a lot of it people is, are just so, kinda, it looks pretty look solid at that. what about those through? headliners though I mean, people just don't know about the Mavis, music Mavis Staples and Denzel Curry those are just two homeless people trombone shorty <laughs> dude trombone shorty you're is part of Bonnaroo oh I know trombone shorty is uh, like this lineup is, is uh, but dude, pretty solid all I've the way down I've seen trombone shorty like a million times it's like nothing special first aid kit special you know pigeons playing ping pong there's a band called first aid kit Yep. There is you there, did you say midgets playing ping pong? No, nah, pigeons. Pigeons. Oh, <laughs> midgets playing ping pong. I'm gonna go out there and see Low Cut Connie. Uh, it's actually <laughs> oh, gonna yeah. be uh, Look, right there on the bottom. That's the name of my favorite country song. It's coming up. It's June 7th and 10th. So I mean, it's right around. It's this week. Bonnaroo. Wow. Well, who would you like to see as a headliner week? for a major festival? I don't know. I mean, that's a tough question. I'd like to see um, the guys who sing, and when I wake up, <laughs> you know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's waking up to you. Right. <laughs> sure, they've headlined somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know. They're it's drunk kind of a tough as question. shit somewhere. That's what's <laughs> yeah. They're heavering. All right. Somebody right now. <laughs> New uh, documentary, punk rock documentary on Blu-ray and DVD coming out. Uh, it is going to be coming out this month. It's called uh, Turn It Around, the story of East Bay Punk. Green Day partnered with uh, Abro Rama Films to help distribute the movie last year. 
with uh, their North American tour. Uh, features It's narrated by Iggy Pop, features interviews with Rancid's Tim Armstrong, Metallica's Kirk Hammett, Offspring's Kevin Wasserman, Dead Kennedy's Jello Biafra, Bikini Kill's Kathleen Hanna, Guns N' Roses' Duff McKagan, AFI's Davey Havoc, and dozens more. What? It films over thir- or spans over 30 years of the California Bay Area's punk music scene with a central focus on the emergence of Berkeley's 924 Gilman Street Music Collective. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Good one. Well, Ooh. outside that of Jello by Opera, like none of those people were really punk. Maybe well, in metal scene, B- but Bikini Kill. Well, well Rand- Bikini, Bikini Rand- Kill, yes. Tim Armstrong. Bikini Kill, yes. Tim Armstrong's punk as fuck, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Offspring. Uh, Iggy Pop. Offspring. Comet. Offspring was never punk. Uh, Duff McKagan's um, probably the most punk Duff- dude in uh, Guns N' Roses. Roses, and he actually is like he's he's kind of born and bred in the punk scene oh, okay. uh, from the Bay Area. So. I did not know that. I went to Gil- I went to Gilman um, and and like I was saying on a previous episode, I went to so- go see Total Chaos in 95 and they right. hated Green Day. I mean, there was people well, chanting They actually banned Green Day and- after after Green Day became uh, famous. The whole thing was is they got banned by Gilman Street, the place that they got their start. Yeah. And it was a big ban on Green Day That's for crazy. like 20 years. Yeah. And they finally lifted it because of all the bullshit, and they realized it was really stupid and kind of petty. Uh, and now Green Day is actually proceeds from this soundtrack and the movie go to the Women's Daytime Drop-In Center, which is a non-profit program in Berkeley that helps women and children out of homelessness. Right. Well, that's awesome. So the whole thing is is that he's given back to his community and they kind of realize that, you know, he hasn't changed. Even yeah. though Green Day, yes, they've sold out, blah, blah, blah. They did a major record. They've changed their musical sound. The the guys in the band are still the same cool dudes that want to support their community. So, Well, I would listen to the soundtrack just because they've got some unreleased tracks by Operation Ivy. They do. And, and awesome. uh, a Jawbreaker, Jawbreaker yep. Pinhead Gunpowder, which was Billy Joe's side band, uh, Rancid. Pretty cool stuff. So if those bands did punk rock bowling this year, I might just go out and hang out on that hot-ass black Rancid concrete. did... Uh, Punk rock bowling, but if they not had this year, but Jawbreaker, year. Operation Ivy, oh, I know. Dead Kennedys, Bikini yeah. Kill, yeah. E- Iggy Pop, none of those Rancid. bands are really around except if for Jawbreaker. Still, no. If they did a festival, like I'd be there, maybe all day. I do if it punk was the rock. Right vest- the yeah. right festival. I do punk rock frisbee golf. Yeah, here's like uh, <laughs> actually. Let me click on. That's this. more like <clears throat> at their age. That's what they're doing right now. <laughs> let me click on this link. Why not? Yeah, oh, why not? Owners, now we want to be comfortable. Yeah, and frisbee golf is pretty cool. It could still be punk, punk rock. <laughs> we can put spikes off. on the frisbees. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, spikes on the frisbees. There yeah. you go. I'm Make it punk. Frisbee golf in a minute. Just, each other. We just replace frisbees with broken bottles. Yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go. go. And we just throw that around. Yeah. <laughs> punk rock frisbee. Just keep uh, murder and country music. M- out of your mouth. <laughs> Good to go. Yeah, that that whole thing too. Uh, uh, yeah. The fallout still continued from that no effects bullshit comments that they made in Las Vegas, and so I think he's definitely kind of learned his lesson that there's li- certain lines you mm-hmm. can cross that even Free being speech, punk yes, doesn't cover. You know, but it comes at a at a yeah. Cost. You can yep. say whatever yep. you want. Free speech. That's America, right? Mm-hmm. But there's consequences for mm-hmm. what you say. You know. All right, so this is the trailer for Turn It Around, the story of East Bay Punk, which is what we've been talking about, which is going to be coming out later this month. You guys can uh, pre-order it. Uh, It's going to be a pretty cool documentary that documents the East Bay Punk music scene, uh, and it's it's well done. Uh, And a lot of these bands have kind of come out of obscurity (gasps) to um, talk about 
That's a dude. <laughs> for, that's a singer of Neurosis. That's oh yeah, so, super super dope. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, just the names that we highlighted. Yeah, are not only half. You know, there's Michael Franti. That's gonna be a good one. That's, that's Doctor Frank from Mr. T Experience. I just saw Neurosis like a year and a half ago with my older sister. Yeah, they're on tour this year. There's Tim Armstrong. Yeah. Look at that head tap. Oh, look at that. Tim Armstrong looks like that now. Fuck yeah! He wow. Does. Since when does he look like that? Like he's in a biker gang. <laughs> he looks yeah. gnarly, dude. Yeah. He looks like he'll stab you and drink your blood. Yes, he, he does. <laughs> Why not, right? But see, there's Kirk Hammett, too. I mean, Kirk Hammett was a Bay Area thrash dude. He was all into the punk scene at that time. They were coinciding, like, metal and punk around that time. It was just crazy, you know? Like, So, yeah. So it's basically all about kind of where they started. And uh, just from judging by uh, the trailer, what do you guys think? It looks kind of cool. It, it looks, looks cool. cool. Yeah, I'm watching it. Does. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It looks very cool. It's almost nostal- it's nostalgic in so many, oh, so I know. many levels. For me, yeah. like Lookout Records was my favorite yeah. record label growing up. I could just imagine because Green Day on that, and then Green Day's been around for a long time. You might well, we just were the footage they have. Stuff. Oh yeah, you know the footage they have from all the. And it's oh. cool stuff, right there, cool shit like, like back yeah. backyard like parties, oh, barbecues. Just only imagine. Yeah, so that's just the stuff that are releasing. Yeah. So that's that's coming out this month. Turn it around. Story of East Bay Punk, and it's all narrated by Iggy Pop. I still so. can't get over the fact that Tim Armstrong looks. I like know, that. right? Yeah, <laughs> that's Tim, not Armstrong Tim Armstrong looks like a, ma- a maniac. All right, let's go back to the the uh, matter at hand here. Next story up: uh, Ghost concert stopped because a fan died during the halfway point. Oh, metal! Wow. Uh, last week, uh, Ghost was playing a show oh, in brutal. Milwaukee. And a 52-year-old man died uh, about halfway through it. Uh, apparently, uh, CPR was administered. Approximately half an hour later, it was announced that the show was canceled. Um, Ghost issued a statement saying, you know, they were, uh, you know, uh, please send your the family thoughts and prayers, respect their privacy during this time. Uh, he died of probable cardiac arrest, had Ooh. a history of heart problems, this guy. Um, but uh, basically, mm. says he was yeah. in the pit though. He huh? was in the pit. He yeah. was in the pit, and he probably had a heart attack because yep. he was probably getting yep. uh, roughed up. Yep. Maybe got punched too. Yep. Uh, in that area, and yep. that could really uh, screw you up. Damn. Don't get, don't get. I don't even get near the pit. Uh, no, you can't. When yeah. the circle goes, you just. But you can't get in. The, yeah. You can't get that close because. Yep. Sift yourself into the regular. If you're crowd. claustrophobic too, ooh, oh yeah, no, yeah, that's the worst. You know, they just suck all your air and energy. The cool out thing there. about yeah. Ghost, yeah, you're right. Uh, the cool thing about Ghost and their fans, though, they raised money for the family uh, of the man. They so far at press time, they raised uh, well, eighty eight hundred is incorrect. It's actually ninety eight hundred at press time. Nearly ten thousand dollars for this guy. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, they started a GoFundMe page. They only had a goal of thousand dollars to kind of cover basic expenses, but they ended up getting ten thousand oh, dollars. We were wow. Ghost fans. He was a music fan too. There yeah. was pictures of him like jamming out on guitars and stuff. So I guess he was all kind of you know into that. And uh, so he said, uh, please, uh, somebody represented from his family said, please let everyone know how touched and grateful our family is to each and everyone uh, for helping out through this time. So what a metal way to die though in a pit. Yeah, to go out yeah. and see in a band you want to see. Yeah, and you yeah. went out in the pit. That is metal. That is super metal (laughs) he's up at the pearly gates and and god has given him the devil horns (laughs) he's up there with ron james dio and all the other metal dudes up there all the metal gods (laughs) this reminds me of like a jack black song 
Yeah. <laughs> Metal Gods. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, new Ghost album is just came out this week, and they've already sold about uh, nearly 50,000 copies coming wow. in at number three on the Billboard charts, which is pretty go- cool for an obscure metal band to get that high on a mainstream chart. So, at least, uh, at least we're seeing some metal on there uh, this month. Uh, and also, there's a little side note about Judas Priest frontman uh, Rob Halford said in a new interview that he has spoken with Ghost frontman Tobias Forge about working on music together. He said, I was in the dressing room uh, with Tobias from Ghost, and we talk about collaborative opportunities. It's fun for musicians to step in each other's world. It's like different football teams. It's the same game, but a different play. I'm just very curious to see where my voice can fit in. So it's kind of interesting how he already knows that they have different voices and stuff, and that it would be an interesting collaboration. So we'll kind of see how that ends up turning out so as you can see i'm getting ready here a video this is the new um i forget how to say his last name is it malachian malachian darren malachian mephistopheles from system of the down down yeah yeah yeah. yeah. darren malachian i think malachian (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Malakian, Malakian. Something like that. Know, we suck. Yeah. Uh, I can't play it too loud. I don't want to have to worry about um, uh, copyright stuff, but this is his new track. If you guys can kind of hear it there, it kind of definitely reminds me of Metal. System of a Down. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's his most System of a Down kind of sounding stuff that he's done, I think, in quite some time. Oh, oh yeah, because we get we were, like 30 yeah. seconds and uh, then cut it off. I'm just going to keep talking of- over it as yeah, I turn okay. it up, and you guys can listen, okay? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's pretty... Um, I mean, I mean you, if you, from what you hear so far, it sounds definitely like a system of a down type yeah. of uh, yeah. situation. Yeah. It's He says it's his most system of a down stuff that he's ever done as a solo artist, and it sounds like he's having maybe... He might have written that shit a long time ago, yeah. though. That's yeah. the thing, is that it sounds like he's having frustration. Maybe he wants to write with system of a down uh-huh. stuff like this, but yeah. for whatever reason, it's not happening. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, imagine having a whole new album of awesome System of a Down music. Wouldn't that be, like, something pretty cool? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. The, what was it? Hypnotized and Memorized? Those were great albums. I love they both sing- Yes. Yep. Those were the last two best, ones that best, came out. Yes. 2005 they and 2006. They were fantastic. Man. They were both on it. Yeah. Great. Incredible. So, uh, yeah, it's just kind of, you know, it's interesting. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm interested man, to see. Him and Sir Taken have well, a falling out, or... Well, Scar, aren't they no, producing they, albums together? They agreed, though. I, I I heard back then they were gonna. Scars on Broadway not was do nothing. Talk about lukewarm. That was lukewarm. Yeah, it was, and it was disappointing. I mean, uh, everybody thought it was gonna be really good. It was him and the uh, the drummer. Yeah, and now this doesn't even have the drummer. This new oh, setup. Yeah. It's just basically he did all the um, he instrumentation. Purged. Well, he did it all himself. So it sounds like he's frustrated. You know, to me, it's like he just wanted to put some shit out and he wanted to do it with system. But it sounds like he couldn't do it. So. Oh wait, did he do it for the entire album or just that yeah. song? No, the entire album. Whoa, it's all him. He plays every instrument. So, oh wow, crazy. Okay. Might be cool. He's like a Dave Grohl. Yeah, I mean oh, he's a talented crazy. guy. Uh, I mean you know he's they obviously don't. got a vision. Oh, no, they don't want to make an album or they don't want to do shit. I know. And I he's don't been know. like sitting on it. Like how? That's why, sad. Why, why? Yeah. Why were you gonna? Why are you sitting on? It? Yeah. Who knows? I'm not System sure. Over down. Come on. All right, well, moving on. Uh, speak, well, real quick before we move on. Aftershock, I've heard that the two-day passes are completely sold out now. Ooh. So oh, if you lordy, didn't get them, lordy. you might not be getting them this year. Uh, it's it's already sold out, and Sunday single-day passes are already sold out. 
Wow. And we haven't even heard back at the radio station about our passes. They may oh, just be like, yeah. uh, hey, you know, we don't yeah. need your help on advertising this year. Yeah. We're already sold out. And so. Yeah, we'll sell these. Yeah, not really sure on that one. <laughs> so, you guys uh, may be stuck on the uh, black market out there, but make sure you check it out aftershockfestival.com. They still have single day Saturday passes. I'm going. Up for grabs. Uh, all right, so Courtney Love lawsuit claiming that Francis Bean Cobain nearly overdosed. This is a new the story. Just continues with this. I yeah, know. it and does. We were talking about this the past two on weeks, on. but apparently there's this new civil complaint filed in uh, court. That uh, here's the thing: uh, Britney Spears had a manager named Sam Lufty. Piece right? of shit. Okay. Uh, Courtney Cobain, yeah, yeah. or excuse yep. me, Courtney Love by her uh, her ex son in law Isaiah Silva is is the one that's uh, like also in court, man. right? Uh, so according to this new civil complaint, Lufty, Sam Lufty, Britney Spears' manager, and 13 Reasons Why actor Ross Butler launched a criminal conspiracy huh. to commit trespass, burglar- burglary, home invasion, robbery, assault, kidnapping, and murder against this guy. This is what he's alleging, all in order to take possession of that guitar, which is believed to be worth millions of dollars and the last guitar Kurt ever played. Oh, So here's the thing. These revelations in this lawsuit is that Lufty is accused of supplying drugs to Francis. This was Isaiah Silva's wife, you know, Francis being Cobain. Uh, This guy, Butler, who was the 13 Reasons Why actor, would make the deliveries in secret to her. So her own husband didn't even know that his wife was getting these drugs from this guy. Oh. Pretty shady, right? Yeah. Also, according to Silva... He alleges that uh, Francis developed an addiction that only intensified after they were married. She reportedly suffered a grand mal seizure later that year, nearly killed her at the couple's home while he was there with his young daughter, Arlo. Wow. Francis continued to use drugs after that, according to the suit, until February 2016, when she disappeared from the couple's home in Hollywood. She recently announced online that she had been sober for two years, which lines up with that time frame. Yeah. Because uh, in 2018, earlier this year, she said that. You know what? When when I originally started reading this and I heard that he had gotten the guitar, I mean, my initial response was, this guy's like kind of a douchebag. But now, like every time we revisit this, I'm like, dude, I'm no, wondering. That all sounds pretty legit. Now, here's where it gets crazy, too. He alleges that Love, Lufty, or Lutfi and Butler and a chauffeur named Jan Yachtman plan to commit a home invasion, kidnap him, murder him, and make it appear to be a suicide to recover the guitar. Here's the thing. Uh, apparently, a series of threats against him and his family and his friends allegedly culminated in a home invasion on June 3rd when Lefty, Butler, and Yutman broke into his house, claimed they were police, and threatened to kill him. They put him in a car, and the lawsuit alleges would have driven him somewhere and slain him had not a friend who had been at Silva's house he earlier intervened. You said he was selling drugs? Or? No. No. Oh, Lufty was selling drugs. <laughs> oh. Nobody. Yeah. Come on. And keep, Sam keep Lufty. Up, Serge. That sounds, up, Serge. <laughs> that, that sounds right there shady. on the screen. You can read it. Further threats and harassment <laughs> against Silva. His daughter and his family allege followed until Silva filed a police report on June 8th. This is on record and obtained a temporary restraining order against Lutfi later that month. Yeah. So supposedly all that shit happened. They came there. That manager, Britney Spears' manager. Yeah. This fucking guy from... Uh, oh, that's 13 no, Reasons Why. Mediocre show that glorifies and suicide. a chauffeur came yeah. and broke into his house and tried to kidnap him mm-hmm. and supposedly murder him. 
Do you yeah. guys believe that? I, I, you I know do. what? Yeah, the more great. that I it read it. It sounds the, like yeah. really specific, too. Like, why would he mention these names and these people if it wasn't something true, right? And he successfully yeah. got a restraining order. You know, yeah. successfully. I mean, I, I, I was telling you guys about how hard it was for my sister to get a restraining order. So a judge, and, there yeah. has to be good substantial evidence, right? Yeah. That's so, bonkers. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Gave him that shit. Yeah, so pretty crazy stuff. Uh, I would sell that guitar right now. I would uh, just I sell it. I would never get, sell that shit. Get, get it out. <laughs> get, take 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 the money and run. Yeah, who knows, man. I don't know what's yeah. going to happen. We'll probably have another update next week. Who knows? I know. uh, all right, so this Gordon is... Love needs that money probably, huh? Oh, but like his oh, ex yeah. or something is also suing, nose. right? Because they... Well, his ex probably, is doing something That'd be because... sad if she was still like on. You think she is? I don't. Know. Probably. But we I never mean... really see Courtney Love in the in the news. It's no and wonder the media, Francis right? got. Yeah, we always see her same think, photo. Do you think she's fucking spun out on drugs right now? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Really? She, I oh mean, yeah. Like for sure. She always, oh yeah. She always appears when she's Look, like sober after a few years, like... and then she goes back missing right. for a while. Right. Yeah. What do you think? And then it's no wonder Francis don't got stuck on shit too. Don't sell what? In her blood. Don't sell that guitar. I was saying. For no. him? Yeah, don't sell it. Don't give in and to keep for him to keep, keep it, it. Keep it because he can make more probably keeping it. If he sells it, he's going to get a fat lump of money and everybody's going to be on him. Yeah. Oh, it's mine. They're going to take a it. Picture but or if something. he keeps it, if he keeps it and shows it and allows people to see it and just shows it and gets paid off of that shit, I'm telling you, if he keeps it, it'll be different. If it was really a gift to him... I mean, when he got it, there's got to be some sort of like he keeps like it, a picture. If it keep was it for and his share birthday it. or what was it for? His birthday or something? No, I'm not year? sure exactly. It was just it was a for gift. his birthday, but supposedly here's the thing. For though, a sack. there's got to be some sort of proof that it was given to him. That for he some can, retinol, you know? No, all these people. There was all these people. <laughs> yeah, and that, that's witnesses. who. Or, yeah, these yeah. witnesses. There. Someone had to snap a pic like yeah. of him with his new guitar, right? Oh yeah, well, there's probably okay. And that's I mean, the thing, though. Supposedly, yeah, I guess it could just be a pic of him holding the guitar too, but. Well, the, what 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 Francis's and uh, Courtney's uh, thing is that Francis was on drugs at the time that she gave him this guitar, mm-hmm. and that she wasn't in her right mind. Mm-hmm. That she was all fucking spun out here, you know. Here's my dad's guitar. I love you, you know. It's probably like hold on to it together. so I don't sell it for a bunch of drugs. But maybe that was the for thing too. Fact, if you don't hold on to this, I'm gonna. S- That's a great point. Maybe he was on drugs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna a subconscious thing. thing to get rid of it. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. maybe like, in a way. If you don't I hold think this, she was on drugs so bad that she sold, she gave it to him for a sack. You think? So? Nah, I don't know. Man. Uh, if you're on drugs that nah. bad, trust me. She wasn't getting Doping. fucking stuff from him though, Serge. I mean, we don't know she, about she was this. Getting, was he, was he, he didn't know anything too? about that. She yeah, was getting it delivered by some uh, some other drug dealer. She was getting her stuff from that guy from Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, I'm sure we'll keep hearing about this. We'll probably be able to make our minds up sooner or later, right? Yep. And then and then we're going to see a Next picture of Courtney weeks. Love and she's going to look like a combination of uh, Johnny Depp and Jet Li. We're in a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's going to be pretty rough. Okay, this was this was a, a funny thing, this uh, Dave Grohl thing. He Man. pulled a prank on everybody this uh, this week on Tuesday. No, 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 hold on. Uh, Dave Grohl pulled a prank on fans on Tuesday in Gothenburg, Sweden. Uh, okay, so three years ago, he was at this venue in Sweden. And he broke his leg. He fell off the stage, right? He fell off the stage and broke his leg. So they set up this thing where they this is the first time in three years since that show. And so everybody's waiting for Dave Grohl to come out, you know, right? So check it out. Watch this. Uh, <laughs> watch this shit. It's so funny, dude. They have this fake Dave Grohl come yeah, out here. There they go. Watch. Wait. Wait for the fake Dave Grohl, though. We haven't even seen him yet. He comes <laughs> off on the side of the stage. He's got like this wig. Look at Dave standing over there. That's Look at, hilarious. He's, like filming it. 
You can't really see him though from the stage, but watch on the on the front of the stage. This guy's gonna come running out with a wig and a guitar, and it looks like Dave Grohl kind of from a distance or whatever. <laughs> but he falls right. He like takes this huge dive off the side of the stage, and he acts like he it's fucking like a stunt man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Look at there he comes. Like, hey, I'm Dave Grohl. Yeah, I'm ready to rock, guys. Right? Everyone's, yeah. everyone's cheering. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and the people are clapping. Look at the security guards don't even react. They're like, oh, yeah, that's all part of the thing, you know? That's hilarious. Uh, they're all cl- the and ones and that are close already seen him up there. And there's Dave. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious. Isn't that funny? Oh, wait, so that wasn't him. That wasn't Dave. Okay, that's oh, it wasn't a different him guy. filming. That, it's a keyboardist. Yeah, he must yeah. have just been filming it for his own thing. That was but there's, cool. That's yeah, cool. That was pretty funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Pulled a prank on him. Yeah, Dave Grohl. He's Sweden. funny, man. All right, so yeah, here's the picture of Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Apparently, he was interviewed and told Loudwire that he's already writing the lyrics for the next Slipknot uh, album, and he's saying they're his most personal yet. He said, quote, It's been a heavy couple of years for me personally, so I'm working out some things. Uh... I've been able to grab a hold of some desperation that I've been fighting and formulate the way that I want to describe it. Uh, so some of these lyrics to me are some of the best I've ever written. It's probably the most I've shared in years, end quote. Uh, it's due out in 2019. Uh, what do you guys think of that? I mean, it sounds kind of promising. Yeah, I don't know. it sounds cool. I mean, reach down deep down inside that despair and pull out some awesome music. Did you see that uh, thing on Viceland where Corey Taylor talked to the psychologist? No. And opened up about his traumatic childhood and all that? Oh, no. It's a pretty cool uh, series called The Therapist, and it's oh, on uh, Viceland. And he talks with like celebrities and um, powerful like people, rappers, and Jonathan Davis, mm-hmm. uh, other guys. No, no, but <laughs> probably they uh, really open up on that show. He was talking about how he was molested by ooh, his neighbor. That's not good. He was molested yeah. by a male neighbor in his trailer park or something like that, ooh. and he lived with that for a long time. And and that was basically why he said Slipknot was so crazy and why he wrote such dark, crazy shit. I was can see that because mm-hmm. he was you know dealing with that, you know, and. Yep. So he, like, opened up to that dude on Viceland on a national TV show, and it's, like, an episode you can watch on demand, and it's it's pretty intense. Like, there's moments where he's just kind of, like, breaking down and kind of crying a little bit about it, and, um, you know, it's, it's an intense thing. So I, th- I think that he's maybe in a different place mentally now, oh, yeah, and, and he's, like, maybe broken down some of those walls and barriers, and it's not just a bunch of bullshit. And, nice. You know, so maybe it's uh, going to be coming from somewhere cool now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. He's going to be opening up for Ozzy uh, with Stone Sour later this year. So he's going to yeah. be doing that and then Slipknot's on the way next. Yeah. So Smashing Pumpkins, uh, unfortunately I can't uh, play it for you guys tonight because it's coming out tomorrow. Even though you guys are hearing it on Friday, we're recording this show on Thursday night. Uh, Smashing Pumpkins will release their first single in 20 years. Lizard people. In which James Enoch <laughs> plays the guitar on it. Uh, it's going to be called Solara, and it's coming up from the Smashing Pumpkins EP that's going to be uh, coming out, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure when the EP is coming out, to be honest. I can't uh, wait for next, William next Corgan's uh, new movie. Have you heard of that? Uh, is it The Lizard People? <laughs> well, it's called Nosferatu versus The Lizard People. Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew it was something with Bless you, sir. With that. Uh, Bless your face. I should be playing it on the garage, though, this Saturday. Uh, I should have the track for you guys, so tune in. Uh, tomorrow, 6 to 7 p.m. to listen to that on 105.7 FM. All right, Jack White given the key to Cincinnati. Nice. Check this out. He was nice. awarded the key to Cincinnati. Uh, look at this. Whoop, can, you, whoop. can you guess who that is? Oh, look at that. 
Check that out. I don't out. know who that is. Who's that? Uh, he, he's presenting him the key. What's his name? The, uh, um, the guy know, from uh, nope. Groove Within the Heart. Bootsy Collins? or <laughs> Bootsy Collins, dude. Oh, Bootsy Collins. Good call. Fucking Bootsy Collins, man. One of the best bass players around. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Otis Williams was on hand. Philip Paul and Bootsy Collins. King Records uh, was, here's the thing. Uh, he was presented nice. the winner, uh, the, the honor by Cincinnati Mayor John Cranley. Nice. Outside the famed yeah, King Records cool. building. Because basically... Uh, Jack White and his advoca- uh, advocacy for music preservation and his support of King Records, great. which uh, mm-hmm. served to the home of James Hell Brown, yeah. as as well as a lot of other great, soulful, awesome acts back in the 60s and 70s. Uh, so the thing is, is they recently acquired the King Records building, saving the historic landmark from demolition. They were going to break it down, wow. and Jack White like stepped up and said, wait a minute, we can't do this. Now the city officials are looking to restore the site. Oh, so great. That's, awesome. that's pretty cool. Yeah, you, you don't listen to Jack White, though, you what should. Is, what is the hat that yeah. he's wearing remind like all of? this shit. Genius. Yeah. What, what is the hat? His, slash? It looks yes. like a Rob Zombie's hat. If I wasn't Slash, <laughs> why wouldn't I be wearing this here hat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boy. Boy. Look at these Right guys. near the beach. I'm surprised you guys <laughs> yeah, didn't notice. Uh, <laughs> goes on. Here comes Dio. Dio comes I know, from. man. Yeah. Like he's, he's got some yeah, raver yeah, pants yeah. on okay. there. Yeah. Samson Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. This was, I thought this was kind of interesting. There's uh, a, a group, we all know Imagine Dragons, they're like a Grammy award-winning group. Like them or not, Dan Reynolds has written a letter of love and encouragement to LGBTQ youth. Uh, apparently, this guy was raised Mormon mm. and has subsequently become a staunch ally for gay Mormon youth. He wrote a letter for Billboard as part of Pride Month, which is this month. Uh, the note describes Reynolds' conflict as a Mormon in which he is forced to balance his understanding of his face homophobic beliefs with his empathy for his gay friends and family. Yeah. Uh, he says, quote, Religious leaders can speak all day about how much they love our LGBTQ youth, but until they change their dangerous doctrine, they're contributing towards increased depression and anxiety in the lives of our youth, as well as suicide. They simply want to love the way that their heart tells them to love, and they deserve to be loved, not tolerated, end quote. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys think of that? I thought that was kind of cool, that he's kind of speaking out and doing this, right? Oh, yeah, for That's sure. True. That's true. That's true. Yep. I grew That's up awesome. in the uh, I grew up in the Mormon church, and I removed myself from the Mormon church when I was 13 years old. Right. My I can't talk smack about the Mormon church. My dad is still Mormon. Right. But, um, but I can say legitimately say and i have these discussions with him and with all the rest of my family that the mormon church does take a a, like a really negative stance on homosexuality and and they flip-flop quite a bit and they Mm. get involved in politics in ways that they should not and it's one of the key reasons why some people in my family have self-excommunicated themselves from the mormon church right for that very same reason because of that stance so HBO is set to release Believer, which is a documentary following Dan's journey to bridge the gap between his Mormon faith and the LGBTQ community. It shows him becoming an ally for gay Mormon youth and establishing Love Loud, a pro-LGBTQ music festival in Salt Lake City, Utah, yeah. which is like the nexus of oh, the yeah. Mormon community. I, like, I so. would say he probably has like a kid or one of his kids probably is, is gay. Yeah. I don't know. It says it might he's be just close, about his fans. Close to his heart. It's about you know his I mean? friends and know. family. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, yeah, you maybe, know. You're right. Maybe it is a family member. And, then, you know, and he just, doesn't just, want just to just mention it. You know, just something close to him. And, and, like, you know, it could be a really genuine person, but just has that just gay. That's so it. So until you know? it happens yeah. to you. Well, right? Check, in check your this immediate out. Well, well, circle. 
It's true, probably for a lot of people. Once I mean, I'm not saying I'm not. I mean, I, I'm not acceptable. I don't. Yeah, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, no. maybe for some people, no, you I know, mean, yeah. With religion, some that people are that are deep in religion. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to change that or deeper religion. It's yes. hard to change Church that and, and break that, that yes. down. But at least mm-hmm. he's making an effort, and I think that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. So check it out, Believer documentary uh, that's coming out on HBO. I believe right. in you, Dan. All right, let's move on to something <laughs> cool here. We got some uh, trivia on this day in rock and roll history. Trivia on this day in okay. 1990, a federal court declares this album as the first album in history to be deemed legally obscene. What is the record? I know this one. Is it A, Parental Advisory Explicit Lyrics, George Carlin, B, Butchered at Birth from Cannibal Corpse, or C, As Nasty as They Want to Be, Two Live Crew? Will you guys say that once? Hold on. We can all say it at once if you want. Serge, let's go through. Everybody says one time what they think it is. You first, Dahlia. Okay, I'm going to go with, uh, well, I want to say Two Live Crew for whatever reason, but I'm going with George Carlin. George Carlin, okay. All these albums. I remember him talking about it in one of his stand up comedy routines. That's all these I mean. albums came out in nineteen ninety. So I'm not oh, trying to I'm did. not trying to trick you guys on any of these. So yeah. I'm going with George these Carlin. all came out in that time. Yeah. I'm gonna uh I'm you know how I was just telling you that I grew up in the Mormon church until I was thirteen? Right. Well when I was ten years old in nineteen ninety, my cousin and I used to take this 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 tape. And we used to sneak it and even hide it under our pillowcases. And I remember when it was deemed as legally obscene, and that is two live crew as oh. nasty as they want to be. Okay. Oh, yep. Oh, wow. I agree. Okay. See, what you, my parents would not let me if they caught caught me with. Oh my god, they caught me with that apple. What do you guys think? As nasty as they want to be, well, Aaron. Yeah, I, guess I was going to say George Carlin too. Oh but really? Sounds okay. like Charles knows what he's talking I about. I know, oh, yeah. right? He has more. I remember uh, that. Backup. I just figured because it might have been, you know, it's comedy. It was, and, uh, and all of these albums were obscene, censored yeah. to some degree. Butchered at Birth was actually censored in Germany, but it was never censored in the United States. The answer is Two Live Crew is nasty yeah. as yeah. they want to yeah. be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, the United uh, States District Court, Southern District of Brian Florida, writes. ruled the album was legally obscene. It's the first album in history to be deemed that. Two days after that ruling, Charles Freeman the owner of a record store in Fort Lauderdale. He didn't want to get rid of the record. He was selling it. He got arrested by six Boward County Sheriff's deputies who were working undercover. He is later found guilty of selling obscene material, but they say later that they may have some other motive because he was later found to sell drugs. So oh. they may have been watching him yeah. anyway. And we're just a, trying to bust cover him. Up not, too long, yeah. not too long after this, uh, Ice-T... Uh, uh, had to have Cop Killer removed from his album. It right. was a lot, a lot of stuff going on during yeah, this period. Yeah, Paris had one. It was called yep. um, well, Sleeping with the Enemy, and then it was about uh, Bush been, Killer. It was yep. called Bush Killer, and it like was about killing black, President Bush. Black folks a little bit more, huh? Yep. Um, oh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, there's it, probably been quite a few white bands and that have gone punk, all that shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Beyond yeah. that, but it's all, yeah. Yeah. But it's all that stuff. Yep, yep. We've come a long way since the 90s, so... Hopefully, hopefully, well, hopefully yes. we can keep hopefully. that progress, you know. But some some may say not so not so much. Depends right. on where you live, I think. Let's let's move on to the new album releases this uh, Friday today. These new albums are coming out. D- Dave Matthews Band yes. has their first new album in quite some time. It's called Come Tomorrow. Crash. Dirks Bentley. Into me. Uh, yeah, I want to hear that song right now. <laughs> Dirks Bentley's coming out with a new album too. I'm Why not even a Dave Matthews. That fan. song's about fornication. Hold on. Oh. Dave Matthews that was song singing. Is about fornication. <laughs> I did not know that. <gasps> oh my god! Is it really? You didn't know that? It. 
son yeah. of a bitch. Crash into me and I come into you? Yeah. Hey, Matt, oh. You didn't know that? Uh, no. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know he, what you're trying was, to say. Yes, no, Children height. Dave Matthews was singing with one of these bands, like one of these just recently. Yeah, Ghost. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. He's the lead singer in Ghost. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I'm not even lying. All right, we're like moving right on. The tip of my tongue. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. He's also, I, just, he, I was just he watching the played, videos the other okay. day. Okay. He plays a role in, in also new albums from Snail Mail Lily. I'm going to remember. Get up, kids. Kids see Ghost. God damn it, guys. Shut up. Sports time. Sports time. Let's talk about sports for a minute. Wait, wait. Lots of things happening this week in the sports world. Uh, Aaron, you and me were watching the games for sure. Oh was anybody God, else watching you, him? Oh, yeah. yeah did you see definitely. that Golden State game last night? I watched yeah, it two so. nights ago. Golden rather State's than, up. What day is it? Three games it to none. It was yesterday. Now. It's Friday, so oh, it was Wednesday two days ago. night. Steph Curry yeah. set the record a couple games ago, games ago for that uh, nine three-pointers in a match. That yep. was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. Yep. I saw that. That was awesome. And then Kevin Durant's highest scoring playoff game of his career was last or the other night. Uh, with 43 points, including that 33-foot three-point shot he did in the final minute, that was crazy. Uh, yeah, Ste- yeah. LeBron's definitely yeah. the you know the best player, but Warriors got way too much talent, and he know. just doesn't have the team chemistry. LeBron yeah. uh, doesn't have the yeah. chemistry oh. with the Cavaliers. Steph Curry yeah. was like thinking the three-pointers from like half court. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah. It you was crazy. Yeah, Kevin have Durant Steve game, game two. Yeah, yeah. Those, game two. Yeah. Yeah. Steve Kerr. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sad yeah. news in the Niner oh, world. Yeah. As former 49ers wide receiver Dwight oh, Clark yeah. died of ALS at 61. Oh, man. That's this nice. dude, uh, do you guys remember the catch? Yeah, the catch. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a Niner fan. Finger faithful. All right, so let's see if this will load quickly for us here. This plays the catch. Dolly, I'm sure you probably haven't seen this before, but this is what Not some consider simple. one of the greatest the catches greatest catch. in yeah. f- NFL history the around catch. that time. That's why it's called the catch. But uh, this guy was uh, a legendary wide receiver during the Joe Montana time. Uh, and check this out. Here's the I play. I don't even like football, and I know this about this cat. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dwight Clark. So uh, rest in peace as we watch this here. Uh, probably, I mean, it had to have been just a career, uh, career-defining moment for him as well as the 49ers as well. And this is the last couple seconds of, uh, of the playoff match, and he grabs that just out of the air. Look mm-hmm. at the fans too. I love look at, the, at oh, these yeah, fans awesome. from this glory days like Niner lineup in the early nineties. Look at that, that guy, Pimp Daddy. Oh, yeah, Pimp Daddy Kane down there. Came out of the seventies. He was like, "Hey, oh yeah, yeah." This was the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Vests, jean jackets. Ooh, jean jackets. Actually, that, they're making a comeback right now, huh? They yeah, are. BK Knights. <laughs> BK yeah. Look at those jackets, man. Those 49er oh, jackets, the gold one. one. Lie. Yeah, yeah the lot? gold ones with the with the big oh, uh, yeah. letters on the back. Yep. Yeah, that was killer. So How old was he? Oh, look at that. Oh, he was 61 glasses. years old. What's when ALS? Lou Gehrig's disease. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's the A? It's a gene disorder. It's got like some long name, but it ends with sclerosis. Oh, okay. It's pretty. It's pretty rough. It, it, Everything's it, an it eventually, now in life. Look at that. Want to know what they all By one point. Oh, one point. And that was wow. the championship in the fourth quarter. Wow. That's why they're so amped up. Here's the catch in slow motion. Check it out. And uh, I mean, it was just one of those it's legendary, legendary catches. You could watch look at it. That. Scramble to the look right. him in the back. He he went to the left, and now he's going to the right. 
Boom. Uh, faked it. Everybody jumped and boom. Look at him. Oh, oh wow. Full stretch, too. That's crazy. He just came out of Look at him. Look at him off the line. Look at him off the line. That's no amazing. one even saw him coming. Yeah, That's see, amazing. he goes, he goes. Look, boom. He, but then he cuts then right he, away. Yep. Boom. Like, oh, okay. Goes back. Stop. Ooh, he ain't open. He ain't open. There's hella guys on him. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Look at that jump. Awesome. Dude. <laughs> that was why it was Look at his foot. Look at his foot on the line. The barely catch. in the line. Barely in the, in yeah, the just line. barely there. Yeah. That could have been called either yeah. way. Yeah. That's well, a tough disease. I mean, it, touchdown. eventually, it, it, your brain <laughs> yeah. tells you, I mean, no longer to like breathe and stuff. I mean, it's 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 crazy. Oh wow! And it happens over time. Yep. You know, they said that for a while. They said that Stephen Hawking had that, but now they're thinking that it was another diagnosis. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, we all know we're not going to focus too much on this, but Trump canceling the Eagles White House ah. uh, as we talk about sports. That was the big news. They the first. The bow. Well, here's the thing. They they I'm were sorry. acting they were acting like they did that they kneeled, but they actually used footage of them praying, praying. and it wasn't <laughs> uh, other parts. And they were trying to say that they were kneeling in protest, but it wasn't. They were praying for like a fallen teammate or some kind yeah. of other thing. And uh, oh, so it's if you kneel, that's a bad thing. Just right? do the uh, yeah. national I'm anthem. Not, like, into this yeah, but during you, the anthem, he doesn't. You kneel when you pray. Yeah, well, yeah, right? you kneel when you pray. But yeah, are, are you? So they were using an image. Somebody took a photo of the Philadelphia Eagle players kneeling. They were praying in a different time than the national anthem. Right. It was well before uh, the game started. You know, and they were trying to say that they were kneeling during so the anthem. So what does it mean when you kneel? During the anthem? Yes. That you stand in solidarity. The whole thing with Colin Kaepernick was that you're standing with the Black Lives Matter kind of movement of police brutality against uh, black uh, youths and other people, people that were shot dead. And yeah. so basically he was saying that he doesn't want to support and stand for a country that uh, basically lets that happen to his community and to his peers, and he sees it day in and day out, and so he was making a statement about that. Yep. And then it and then it grew, and a lot of people started making that statement. The whole then, thing was yeah. is that uh, when you take a so knee, so when you when you take a knee, you're making the statement. Well, right? here's the thing: against the government, police brutality. Not really against the government per se, but just you're taking a stance against police hey, brutality. Hey. Oh, okay. Yeah. It I, works. What, I didn't know what that. Was. It works. It, national up, coverage. Back up from there. I mean, still, yeah. and I'm saying it worked, but still, it, people noticed. Okay, so check this out. In 1968... Well, it's a thing now. I'm, I'm going to throw some facts out. So in okay. 1968, during the Olympics, two uh, black American a- athletes raised their hands right. in solidarity with the black community. And by that, they were blackballed for the rest of their life. They were ri- they were, they were not allowed to compete in any Olympics from that point forward right. just for raising their hands in solidarity. And that's what kind of this is. Um, yeah. They said it's at a that modern time day version that, of yeah, it. It was disrespectful. Like we were talking about Jimi to Hendrix whom? playing the disrespect. Disrespectful to whom? To Americans, Dahlia. We don't know. To Americans, I mean, we're not offended, so we can't tell you who it offends. But yeah. people obviously well, are offended. He, he just had a reason. But like, like I said, we all been standing for the national anthem since we were in elementary. Mm-hmm. You're here. You're in America. You stand. I still stand. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, you know what I don't do? I you said that you kneel when you pray. I don't kneel when I pray to the evil alien warlord Zenu. <laughs> I don't need to because he well, lifts my spirit. Well, yeah. Because you're flying when and, you. Well, Charles is in <laughs> everything as possibleist, and I have yes. ad- adopted that. Nice. A if win you every did argument. Not <laughs> win every argument. If you did not know, rather. Yeah. If they say yeah, they say uh, uh the, the the there was a flood killed everything. Two of every animal on it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, sure. <laughs> the evil alien warlord Xenu dumped 
aliens into Earth volcanoes. Possible? Yep, possible. Sure. <laughs> I like it. It's the beauty. <laughs> All right, moving on to movie news Sorry. this week. <laughs> we digress. Yeah, you sure did. Uh, Solo slumping 65% for the returning weekend. Uh, right. The Force is not with Solo, a Star Wars story, <laughs> in its second week out. According, I thought it was good. It is. It's great. I'm just reading what people are saying here, Dolly. This is not my personal opinion. Okay. I mean, the I think people people should so understand low. that. A lot of the stuff come around. Yeah. we read here, it's not personal opinion when I'm reading something from a, a news article. Uh, but a fans apparently did not show up as much as the studio wanted them to. And by a 67% drop in attendance rate on its second week out is telling that people aren't wanting to go and see it as much as some of the other movies. It's it had too strong competition. A different generation, though. And, it, no. and a Star Wars movie just came out six months ago. Yeah. That and, Come on, and it generation was up against way Avengers different, and Deadpool 2. And yeah. it was like... These kids are way different. Then. I'm telling you. Yeah. They, don't, they ain't really interested. It was very specific. Unless Luke is calling somebody and Instagramming and Snapchatting on his fucking lifesaver, don't none of these motherfucking kids give a shit. They don't know nothing about it. Oh, did your head? No, you're the, your headphones. Okay. Unless they have, unless they're on fork knife, then they don't know. <laughs> fork knife? <laughs> oh my God. Say fork knife. Fork knife. Fork knife. Fork knife. So the offshoot of Fortnite. Fork, <laughs> fork knives. It's like you know a spork. I mean? <laughs> with a knife on one edge. <laughs> okay, okay, listen. Somebody out there who's listening to this podcast, start do a Kickstarter campaign for a game called Fork Knives. <laughs> Please. There's everything else, so why not? You know? I'm waiting for you to start your own podcast so we can be characters. Uh, oh, I will. It's, yeah. It'll be called... A Just twin. write me a script. I'll, I'll be there. It'll be called a, The Twinge of Life with, <laughs> with Charles Davenport. <laughs> <laughs> And musical guests. Have you guys seen the photo of Johnny Depp that's circulating oh, around? That's fugly. Damn, he's Whoa. been hanging out with Jet Li, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? He looks to like him? A, he's trying to be a freaking thirteen-year-old. What does? What's his deal? Looks like he shaved his Is beard okay? and took off his necklaces. Uh, fans are questioning okay. himself. They're saying he looks ill and gaunt. Uh, this new photo that's you guys are all seeing here of him wearing a hat that says "fugly," kind of fitting. Um, I thought I had heard something. He showed up on the set of his movie with all his friends and got all drunk. Yeah, and, and yeah, caused he did. a ruckus. Yeah, it's been a rough year for him. He That's went a little through bit a divorce with his wife. Uh, um, she accused him of physical emo- emotional abuse. So uh, maybe he's not been doing too good. Uh, he's on tour with Hollywood Vampires, his band. So I think maybe he's. I don't know. You think he's on the road doing a bunch of coke and just? How old is he? I don't know. Uh, he's like in his fifties. He's not that old. Yeah, he's not that old. He's definitely having. He looks a, like he's ninety uh, in that picture. I can't retire till I'm sixty. Midlife to late so uh, crisis. Yeah, yeah. Right okay. so. if I was Johnny Depp, I'd probably be in the same position. Yeah, you know what's really cool Fuck though it. is he could still pull off Twenty One Jump Street. Fuck it. <laughs> he could still go into a high school and pretend like he's a teenager. Do it. All right, check this out. This was hilarious. Uh, Danny DeVito. Yeah. Okay, so there was a a Pennsylvania teen took a cardboard cutout of the actor Danny DeVito to her prom. Uh, It's a cardboard cutout. You can buy it online. And so she spotted a photo of the actor with a cardboard cutout of her this week. 
Uh, he Rob McElhaney, which is the guy from um, he plays Mac on the show. Oh yeah, uh, he posted the photo. Yeah, on uh, Sunny in Philadelphia, <laughs> he posted the photo of Danny DeVito with the cutout writing, "Quote, Hey Allison, I heard you took cardboard Danny to prom. What a coincidence! He took cardboard Allison to Patty's. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dope. And then look at look oh, at yeah. Danny DeVito. Oh, you gotta with check her. this out, listeners. That uh, is awesome. Pretty good. You gotta pay the troll toll (laughs) to get inside the boy's soul. Boy's soul. Boy's soul. soul. Baby boy's soul. All right, so crazy headlines from around the world. Did Ooh. you hear about this other volcano in Guatemala? Apocalypse. Is that lightning coming out of a volcano? That's what yeah. it looks like. That's yeah, crazy it is. Looking. Crazy picture. It is. It is. Yep. Wow. That's actually common for volcanoes. Wow, really? really? Yeah. So volcanoes are Did electromagnetic? Yeah. No bullshit. It, 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 it does what something to the air, disrupts like stuff, yeah. and creates like the purpose atmospheric condition for lightning. Yeah. Wow. Yep. wow. Well, really, lightning really does only strike where it's not raining, right? Oh. No, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think that's true. I don't know. I don't know. Never heard that one. I've heard that one. That would be <laughs> really In the book of Sergio. Really I think he just, that's, that's from the book <laughs> of Sergio right out. there. That sounds like a euphemism. Sergio. Uh, right. So only apparently almost, uh, I was watching the news today, about 30 people were killed as of today, uh, Man, the volcanic eruption, and it's still like crazy. Three, over 3,000 people had to be evacuated. Uh, 1.7 million people leave, live there in the area. The wow. capital city uh, of, of Guatemala International Airport was closed also because of all the ash and the planes and stuff like that. That's crazy. Uh, also, a, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, call me a conspiracy theorist, but I still think it's all from... Uh, those nuclear test sites in North Korea that are setting all these off. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah? Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Could be. Crazy. Interesting. I think it's Dr. Evil. <laughs> 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 Call me a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> uh, One million. <laughs> <laughs> Yosemite, guys, if you're out there this summer, please be safe as two more climbers were killed one week after another deadly fall. Two more climbers were killed in Yosemite National Park this past Saturday when they fell while climbing the El uh, El Capitan Rock Formation. They said the climbers were going up the free blast route when they fell. The dust came one week after another climber fell to his death in Yosemite. That person was climbing Half Dome in rainy conditions. In addition to that, I know you made a recent post on social media regarding uh, people who were going into the rivers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I, I, I saw a video... There were two people who jumped in. Uh, one of their friends jumped from the top cliff into the river, and one of the other people jumped from like the side rock. He got carried away, right. and that was the last time they ever saw him. Wow! You just see him like trying to yeah. swim over back to them, yeah. and he had this just worried, scared oh, yeah. look in his eyes. Oh, he yeah. knew. Yeah. He knew he was done for. It's no joke. People like to get drunk, and they like and to take cold. their inexperienced, uh, friendly family and friends out there with no. Uh, life jackets, no water floaties, no nothing, and they go out on this uh, river. And I posted the photo you're, or the video you're talking about is from the Merced Sheriff's Department. It was actually uh, training to get people out of the river. They were doing a training exercise yeah. Yeah. where they would have somebody that plays the you don't fuck the, with water. The well, victim. the the video that no I way. referenced, nope. my friend. Oh, was, I know, it's a real Jose video. I know what you mean. Like posted yeah. a video before sure. you posted yeah. yours, like in the same week. He's like, "Hey, look, guys, scary." Yeah. Uh, I when I went up uh, hiking a couple of weeks ago up there, I was next to the Merced River, and those rapids were no joke. Mm-hmm. And yeah. remember last time we went there, Sergio, we all went swimming and stuff like that. You you wouldn't be able to do that at this point. It's just it's crazy. 
Yeah. Well, I went to. I went down there. I was at. I actually was there at the octagons. Yeah. Freezing and leeches. Freezing and leeches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah, that's see, like it a, does not sound fun. Did you go to like Lake McClure this past weekend? I did go to McClure. You see that video of the I mountain did? lion? Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the mountain lion swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was yeah. at Lake McClure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, that I shit looked scary, that. dude. That he was Man. cruising. Dude, that could have been in your campsite. I grew up going well, to that lake. Well, we wow. stayed home and like we were like never heard of that. I woke up in the middle of the night. That was the first time anybody's ever caught that. Middle so, night, just some noise, and I head. pulled out my knife right away. That's all I had. You know what I'm saying? I'm he must be hungry, like right. But you heard it something? was deer. No, in our oh, campsite, deer. deer right in, eating out of the trash can, their watermelon and shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. What you deer. thought was deer was really a crackhead. <laughs> no, I he had, had a deer outfit. I got out of my deer outfit. I actually got out of my. All right. I told him shoe fly, don't yeah, bother. Yeah, we didn't go. I was like, you know, I'm gonna have to wake up in the middle of the night and have to go pee. Like, I'm not trying to do rattlesnakes and mountain lions, and I'm not doing it. Peeing in the middle of the night's the least of your worries. So we did yard work. We're like, no. <laughs> yard work. We oh did. We, we did old yard work. We, are, we just did yard work <laughs> instead. It's <laughs> fine with me. And Chris made a beautiful <laughs> bruschetta. No, we, we I, built I, a fabulous planter. Oh yeah, I saw the pictures like of that. Just like a full day, yeah, but did. it was it was. All right, check no this regrets. out. Social media uh, is good for a lot of things, but apparently. Cheating on a test is not good for one of them. Uh, here's the ah. thing. 80 high school sophomores from Georgia had their final exam scores thrown out after it was revealed they had cheated. Uh, they confirmed that someone shared the answers to their 10th grade language arts test, world history, and chemistry exams all on social media. This high school administrator say a preponderance of evidence helped them identify the cheaters, and all 80 of them will receive scores of zero. Wow. They suspect that, here's the twist, though, that the person who actually shared the answers to the countrywide exams online is not even a student at the school. Russian. Uh, they just kind of like put them out there Russian like, hey, troll. yeah, it's a Russian, Russian troll. Russian spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right. So, don't cheat, folks. Doesn't pay. What the hell is Cheaters that? never prosper. Alexis reminding you to do something. Oh, way to oh, go. That bitch. <laughs> Remember to throw on your bondage gear and <laughs> run around in a circle and smoke crack. <laughs> Thanks, speaking Alexa. Of, speaking of crack. <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, Michael Tubbs. Made oh, up yeah. Name. This is interesting. Michael, <laughs> made up name. Michael Tubbs is uh, he's a real person, Charles. <laughs> 27-year-old mayor of Stockton, though, he's he's the youngest mayor of Stockton ever, and he's got a radical plan to combat poverty in his cash-strapped city. It's a no-strings, guaranteed basic income of $500 a month for its residents. Ooh. Here's the thing before everybody mm. starts uh, going There's at strings. it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me <laughs> set it up here. Well, they need to figure out something for Stockton. Let me set it up. Fucking... Ooh. I'm sorry. <laughs> starting in early Can 2018. That? No. Starting in early 2018, <laughs> Tubbs planned to provide the monthly stipend to a select group of residents as part of a privately funded 18 month experiment to assess how people use the money. So here's the deal. Oh. He's saying in maybe two or three years, we can have Sales much tax. more informed discussion about how the society safety net and the income floor people deserve and the best way to do it because we'll have more data and research. Nice. Here's the thing. Uh, the city has not decided how many people will receive income from the trial project, which is funded by the Economic Security Project, a philanthropic network co-chaired by Facebook co-founder Chris Hughes. This is private money. doesn't come from taxpayers, okay? So the idea of government's... Prov- data. 
the the idea of governments providing a universal basic income to their citizens has been gaining traction globally. The Finnish government is running a two-year trial right now to provide 2,000 unemployed people with monthly payments of about $660. In Alaska, right now, Mm -hmm. each resident has long received an annual dividend check from oil revenues from the Alaska Permanent Fund, which Tubbs says is a model for his approach. Last year, the payout in Alaska was $1,100 per person. Uh, The Economic Security Project is providing $1 million to fund this trial after an approach. Tubbs asked if if his city could get uh, part of this... uh, program you know he wanted to wanted to jump at it he said quote i jumped at the opportunity he's familiar with the concept from the writings of civil rights leader martin luther king jr so he has proposed the u.s government give a guaranteed income of 500 dollars a month to every working american earning less than fifty thousand dollars a year at a total cost of 290 billion dollars a year what if you're married Here's the thing. He says a 50% tax rate on income and capital gains for Americans earning more than $250,000 would pay for the entire program. Do it. Do it. So they did it in Africa. That, so if it we worked. if we were there, what would that mean for us? What are you talking about? It, it, individual said, we're married, so is it a combined income? You ain't getting shit cuz you're a millionaire. Of course it is. If you it's what's what you file <laughs> on your fucking so taxes. So we're screwed anyway. So it doesn't matter, Dolly. That's not the fucking point. Most people make <laughs> less than $50,000 a year, okay? You would be getting $500 a month. Most people in Stockton, yeah, Stockton. Times 12. Super bad right Do you know now. how much money that is? $500 times 12. 12, 24, 36, 48, 60. $60,000. $60,000? Yeah. Six thousand, <laughs> not six hundred, six hundred thousand. <laughs> but six thousand dollars a year is a lot, right? Yeah, five hundred dollars for doing nothing. I mean, you gotta. Do they have to pay that back with their no. tax return at the end? Five hundred bucks a month. I could go back to math school. So will they have? To, so if they're on public assistance, will they have to pay that? This back? wouldn't. They would not be on public assistance if this happened. Because that sounds like a double dip. Because you can't get. You like, wouldn't be getting public assistance if this happened. Food stamps. This or is public, public assistance, Dahlia. Ah. Okay. It's uh okay, it? so we they actually they did this they did this actually during the uh it's actually the Bush. cheaper. It's just, what they're doing is making the motherfucker cheaper. They did this during the Bush Give administration. Give the money instead of giving you the money. Like, so for you guys don't remember this? Do you guys remember this? They did this Hold during on. the what Bush is, administration. What is Charles saying? Say it again. They did this during the Bush administration. It was a like a, a stipend. It was a it was a Kickstarter. They like sent out. I don't know if you guys remember this, but they sent out a certain amount of money based on your income to every single U.S. citizen. That yeah, it was one time though. It was a one one time time thing. But that's not what this is. But the but the uh, but but the thought was to kickstart stuff in sales tax. Sure. And to kind of help kickstart the economy. And that's what this is, and this is as well. Yeah, this is this is gear, a portion of this What they say statistically is poor people spend locally. Poor people do not save their money or spend it anywhere else. They blow it all. They blow it local. And what they're trying to say is that if they gave everybody more money that comes from the $250,000 or higher... Uh, you know they're basically funding this the yeah. ri- the rich society drug dealers going to sell more product that's the thing though because yes. there's going to be th- that's why they want to do this test where they want to track they want to track the money and see how people are going to be spending it. <laughs> yeah it's a good it's an experiment that so it's an experiment if they see that people are spending the money it's on all drugs about, like you said it's all about documenting then maybe they'll have to turn it into like a debit card or something else to where it'll be a lot harder to be able to do that instead of giving them cash Right. They did this They're in Africa a couple of years ago. Same thing, and uh, uh, and they they found that a lot of the people, the majority of the people that got the money, the monthly money, um, they they actually used it for good things. 
It was right. crazy. Yeah, it came out. And that's the thing. Way. I think everybody, everybody is all sitting here kind of judging everybody no, before I'll, it happens. No, 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 I'm just saying. Like, I thought it would be a good I'm thing. I'm hopeful. Good thing. Uh, you know, alcohol, drugs. We all know that people, if you gave them a bunch of money and they're just sitting around doing nothing, that that's maybe what they're going to do, right? I think definitely a percentage of people are going to do that. Yeah. Well, but what do you think the I'm majority for, would probably brought up, like, spend it on the food? The welfare and, to work program where if you're receiving government benefits or local government benefits, like you have to work for that. Right. Don't, yeah, don't, don't, so don't, are they just giving it to them without don't feed having them all, every, Don't feed nope. them every day, every month, but just give them the one lump sum once a year. You let, for me, I feel like that's what it is. You take care of everything you need to do, get it done. Instead of pretty much they're feeding them every month, we're going to have to do nothing. And there needs to be a benchmark right. setting, like before and after, before, during, they, they and after. They feed you every month, then they give you for taxes. For it to be a productive <laughs> um, experiment, and to have like the right criteria for what they're looking for for this experiment, if it's an experiment <laughs> or what have you. So but they're anyway. in this particular experiment, they're just flat out giving it. To you just get it. There's no strings attached. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah, it's an experiment. It's it's it's. I mean, so really, we'll, it's. We'll see how it yeah. goes. I mean, we can all have our opinions on it. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it's basically just a, you know, uh, something needs to change because we're not going to have right. fucking social security anymore. They say it's going to be gone by twenty thirty eight. Yeah, something like that. And uh, so when we're. Are we retiring? Not for quite some time, and we're Wait, paying into it. it. Our generation is paying into social go. security, and we're not going to even be able to cash out on it. Yeah. So think about that's that. Twenty years. That's what you should be. That is like that about. is our retirement age. Like, well, no, it's not. Like yeah. I have a pension, no, so not. that's my retirement oh, yeah. age. That's not your age. We can't you. retire until we're sixty-five. What the hell are you talking about? I can retire when I'm actually. 52. That's thirty years from now. But we not talking about you job. and your fancy job. We're not talking about fancy. you and your privileged fancy job. Most of society <laughs> is in a cop or a county worker or whatever. You know. A, I work for none of those affiliations. Right. But it's fancy. I'm self-employed. Those are the ones that uh, have those types of perks. Not all of us do, and they're hard to get. Hmm. So having something else where someone else works at McDonald's and having an extra $500 a month, you know, that would really help. It would have helped me when I came back from college. So why are we still paying into it? Yeah. Well, so what I actually heard today um, from a trusted friend was... They're actually going to start paying people higher wages so they can pay more into Social Security to keep it going longer. Yeah, good luck with that. Pay people higher wages? 401k oh, we're just people. Gonna pay people higher wages. Yeah, no problem. Well, my money's going to go on. Just to supplement. How is Joe's Sandwich Shop going to do that? Paycheck. You know, How is Joe's Sandwich Shop going to yeah. pay higher Fair wages enough. to do Fair that? Enough. It's yeah. not going to happen. Sell expensive sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Expensive l- laced with PCP. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for all the stories Fentanyl. this week. Make sure you guys tune in uh, <laughs> tomorrow. We got an all-new episode of The Garage for you guys, 105.7 FM, also 1660 AM. Streaming online anytime, 1057thebear.com. Thanks, everybody, for joining us this week. Biscuits. Peace. Bye. Deuces. <laughs>